Well, hello and welcome to the program Illumination from the Library of Sunset Lodge 369 in sunny Santa Monica, California. Kind of warm this week too. It's getting up there. Not as hot as it is in many other areas, okay? We, we, uh, we take that uh, in good heart about that. Anyway, it's an honor and privilege to have you here with us today. We are here talking about things Masonic, whether it's our members, our teachers, our lecturers, or just anything that's around Masonry. We'd love to have your ideas on what you'd like to know more about. Reach us two ways via our website, which is Sunset Masonic Lodge, org. Just recently had it redone by our producer, Brother Michael Walmack. And Brother Michael, thank you for doing that. By the way, my name is Les Jones. We're here with a program for you. We are here also most Tuesdays. Get in touch with us before you come by, just to be sure. We're open at 6.30 to 7.30 with a meal. And if you're a Mason and in the area, we'd love to see you come by. Or if you're just somebody wants to find out more or just want to hang out a little bit, if you're in the area, the Santa Monica, Los Angeles area, and you're here during that time, please get in touch with us. We'd love to spend some time with you also. And going over today's uh, topic, we, we Brother Michael and I were just sitting back just trying to think of different things. And I think sometimes you have to go back to the basics. I have, a, I have a saying that I believe in that says when you're new in Freemasonry, we should, we should have, by the way, we should have a basic course in the basics of what it is to be a Freemason. And every new candidate for the first five years should attend it once a year. And, and from five to ten years, they should be required to do it twice a year. And from 10 to 20 years, they should be required to do it three times a year. And from 20 years up, you better be there all four lessons. And it's, it's not that the people with experience don't know. We tend to forget the basics of what we're really here for. What are we supposed to do? Why are we doing this stuff? And I always go back to the basic tenets of Freemasonry. Three things, brotherly love, relief, and truth. I know you've heard me speak on it a few times uh, during the podcast, but it's truly something that's very important. And I thought it's something that Brother Michael and I could talk about today. And I want to let Brother Michael, I don't want to hit him off, uh, hit him right away when he's not ready. I'll you know, just say, hey, Brother Michael, are you there now? We're here, right. so we are ready to go. It looks like everything is running properly. So, yeah, I think that the lessons in Freemasonry are, are super. Well, I mean, that's what it's all about. Let's yeah. be honest. You know, it sure. is about the lessons and uh, and the teachings. And of course, you know, not everyone always lives up to it, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't aspire to. Um, and then one of the things I, I think is important, and let it's as simple as this: go to lodge. You know, I think that when you're there in the degrees, you hear the lessons over and over helps it to sink in, helps you to remember, oh, yeah, that, that we're supposed to be doing this or we're supposed to be doing that. And, and so I think that when you, you don't attend the Blue Lodge regularly, I think you miss out. I think that the, the, 
And I do think, and no disrespect to the other concordant bodies, but I don't think that they simplify and reinforce it as much as the Blue Lodge does. I think that that's where you get that basic understanding of what masonry is all about or in those first three degrees. And I don't think you can ever hear it too often, to be honest. I totally agree with you. This is, this is where it's at. Yeah, I think so. I think absolutely. And, um, you know, the, the basic tenets, like you said, brotherly love, relief, and truth. And what do those things mean? So maybe we can look at them individually. Um, and I guess we should start probably with brotherly love. So first of all, what do you think that means, Les? Well, I think it's the idea, number one, of caring about your brothers in the lodge. There, you know, there's, there's a certain bond that that is built whenever you go through the ritual and have have a bite to eat with them and we've seen them through their good times we've seen each other through the bad times and i think i i got to tell you brother michael i totally agree with you the idea that uh masons need to attend their blue lodge so that they will know their brothers and see them when they have needs so they can see you when you have needs and I think that's so important. I, I think it is the one, I, I think it's the first tenet for a very important reason, because it is the foundation, as I said, of everything we do. You know, we could, we could go out, you know, and, and do all sorts of great works and this and that, but if we don't have love for each other, then it just kind of falls on deaf ears. And I personally think the, the idea of this not being practiced is, in many respects, what's what has hurt Freemasonry in the past, is is that we we don't develop that love. What we do is we tend to sit around many times and bicker and complain and talk about each other and this and that. And you know we don't need that. That is not what it's all about. Many times, and those of you who know uh, who are Masons know this, we speak quite often of harmony and love for each other, and not having dissent within the lodge. Those are important tenets, and I think that's built around this. And that we, many, many times, and I've seen it, many lodges are just, you know, cliques or this or that. If you see new people come in, they're not really accepted as part of the old guard. You know, they're new people. They don't understand. And we need to bring them in. And I, I think that's where our lodge is doing so many wonderful things because the news pe new people are actually the fire that's really getting us going. What do you think about that, Brother Michael? Well, true, but I also think there's another aspect to it as well. And if we if you look at the idea of brotherly love as you know discussed in the ritual, it says you know basically all men are brothers, the high and the low, and the rich and the poor. It's a very egalitarian kind of a concept. So that there's something, you know, we all have value, um, equal value, really, when it comes right down to it. And I've often likened it to the parts of a car, and a, a you know, five-cent screw could be just as valuable to the car as a $300 part, you know, and, and if that screw fails, then, you know, we're in trouble. So, so for me, I think there is that egalitarian aspect of Freemasonry where we're looking at the qualities of, of character, not of wealth, not of power, not of privilege, 
but of character and, and that we're all good men. And so it is really, I think, emphasizing a lesson of tolerance as well. And, and as it says again, that, that men of different countries and sects and opinions can come together um, and, and find the good in each other rather than, than these things that tend to classify and divide us and make us into cliques and so forth. And I think that a big part of, of brotherly love is seeing the brother in each and every individual. That is absolutely so true. That's so true. I remember talking to Dad one time on the phone, and I brought up to him, I said, you know, there's something I still can't quite get over. And that's walking into the lodge. And this is after I've been there, been a member uh, for just a few months. And I said, I'm just in awe of the history that is represented within that lodge room. And there's so much, so many people, you know, uh, the President George Washington stepped into a lodge just like this one. And all the history that's gone on uh, here, and I just, I tell you, it, it gets a little overwhelming. And I, I, I don't, you know, don't know if I can be a part of something like this great. You know, I'm going to try. But, you know, this is just way above me, I think. And Dad brought up the idea that, one thing about it that I have to keep my mind on is whenever you step into that lodge, you're on the level. Everybody's equal. And Brother Michael, you brought up the idea about the president and what is gardener was. Yeah, the, the, you know, uh, he, you the idea that the, the gardener um, yeah. was a past master of the lodge and one night the master was away and he was filling in in the east and the president showed up and for a couple hours the gardener was the the master of the president of the United States, that even the president of the United States, when he stepped through those doors, he was a brother. It wasn't about being of privilege or power at that point, that that was left at the door, and he was a brother during the time he was in the lodge. And again, all, all men being equal, as they say. That's right. And, that's, and I think that's what's most important, is even though I felt so inadequate, and you know, I was brand new, and I felt so in, inadequate for the cause, the actual fact was that I was equal with everyone in there. And I think uh, that's one of the characteristics I really, you know, I, I'm, I know I'm waving my pom-poms for a Sunset Lodge, but that's one of the things I really love seeing what's been developed over the last couple of years even more is the idea that there's, there's such a bond between us. We, uh, an example of that is, I, th I don't know if I brought this up before, but... We actually had a meeting after after the lodge was closed, and we we met in the dining area about a very sensitive subject. Everybody put in their two cents worth. Everybody talked. There was disagreements, but it amazed me at the harmony that still carried on despite people disagreeing. There was no harshness, nobody was angry, nobody did anything like that. But there was actually a bond that was, that was holding us together, and we were able to talk it out and come to a solution that we felt was best. And I was, Brother Michael and I both were in that meeting, and it just really got me how we were able to hold it together and remain one as a body. So, that's, that's the first part, brotherly love. Let's see how the timing is going here. I think we're doing oh, we're all good. right. We're good. We're doing good. Okay. Uh, 
I think this is a good time. I'll go ahead and uh, mention, if you're watching or listening, this is the program Illumination. And we're from the Library of Sunset Lodge 369 in Santa Monica, California. It's an honor and privilege once again. I really mean that to have you here with us. My name is Les Jones, and the producer and co-host during this program is Brother Michael Wallback. If you want to reach us, real easy, uh, go to our website, which is sunsetmasoniclodge.org. That is sunsetmasoniclodge.org, or via uh, the email. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you, which is sunsetmasoniclodge369 at gmail.com. That is sunsetmasoniclodge369 at gmail.com. We're here most Tuesdays from 6.30 to 7.30. We have our meals. That's the time to come and see us. If you're a Brother Mason, we'd love to see you. If you're not and you're in the area and you look us up, we'd love to sit down and share a meal with you. Tonight's uh, subject or today's subject, whether it's for uh, night, morning, or or afternoon, is uh, the three basic tenets of Freemasonry. And we're talking about brotherly love, relief, and truth. And we just talked about brotherly love. I think it's time to move on to relief. What is relief? What does that stand for? Many people see it as going out and uh, virtue, going out and, and helping those in need in the community. To make the community stronger. To um, to help to help out in whatever we way we can to actually make the world a better place. I think it's a good progression starting off where we have our bond as as a lodge, where we care for each other in the lodge, work with each other here, that then from that base, we reach out into the world to do what we can for others. And uh, it's, you know, there are different uh ideas of what it is to do that but I, I i think those are the basic tenets what do you think brother michael yeah i think very much so and and you know one of the things that's interesting about this of course is that it doesn't stipulate that relief is for a fellow mason and you're right i think it applies to the community as a whole that it's our job as masons to alleviate suffering when and where we can um and so i think that there's a reason why you know masons per se are not necessarily um, pointed out in that particular virtue. And, and I, I believe that to make the world a better place is the fundamental mission of Freemasonry in many respects. Now, I, I think that we come back, we often say to make good men better, that, that our view of that is to take people who are already trying to do the right thing and empower them, enable them, help them, you know, support them, whether it's financially, whether it's in, in training, whatever it may be, uh, to try and maximize the goodness. And, and I think that masonry is really about that. So I, I think that that was its, its founding in many respects. And I mean, one of the, the principal elements uh, of the founding of Freemasonry back in the 1700s with the Grand Lodge of England were the box clubs, which again were charitable organizations. That, that And it was a fellowship of people that wanted to, to do good, especially during the Industrial Revolution when there was a lot of suffering, you know, a lot of sickness, uh, you know, a lot of, of just horrible conditions for a lot of people. And I think that people of good conscience, I think, felt moved to want to do something about that. And I, I think that that was a big part of the foundation of Freemasonry and I think continues to this day to be a big part of it. I think that is totally a total foundation of it. And I think in many respects, that this is totally my point of view of this, is that we've gotten relief 
uh, mixed up with the idea of, of the really truth of what it is to have uh, brotherly love. And all that that's helping brothers and everything is within that first principle. That relief is when we reach out. And I think what really makes it interesting is you don't always hear about what a Mason does for others. You don't always hear about what a Mason does for a fellow brother or his family. And most importantly, you don't always hear what they do for the widows of Masons. I, I think that's one of the things, you know, we, Freemasonry doesn't have a PR firm. And we don't have people, you know, blowing the horns about all the wonderful things we do. You hear about some of them, like the Shriners Hospital and this and that. But there are many, many things that go on behind the scenes that, that many people don't know about. And I personally, I think that's a good thing. You yeah, know, I, sure. I think that, um, you know, true charity, I think, is anonymous. And I, I think that if you're giving in with the expectation you're going to receive an award or a pat on the back or promotion or praise, then that necessarily that diminishes the charity to a degree. I think when one has nothing to gain, then I, I think that it is true charity. And I'm always reminded of the the guy that um, gives the the priest uh, all the money on Skid Row to pass out during the holidays, and and the only person that knows who it is is the priest, and he's sworn to secrecy. It's done completely anonymously, and so for years this priest has gone down with his pockets filled with hundred dollar bills to give to people at Christmas time on Skid Row from this anonymous donor that that works through the priest, and and nobody in Los Angeles knows who it is. You know, the secret has been kept for many years. So I think that that makes it true charity because the person is not looking to receive anything in return, and I think that that. That is important as far as I'm concerned. You know, I think that is the, that is really, you hit the nail on the head right there. I've seen that happen so many times. In fact, you know, the work I do, when Thanksgiving, uh, there was a line of people that were going to the local church here in Santa Monica to have a Thanksgiving meal. And a gentleman was coming around giving dollar bills to people and just wishing them the best. And... I remember we, at the organization I'm with, we, uh, we held a Thanksgiving dinner for, for our members. We don't have clients. We have members of our organization. And way in the back, behind everything, was, I'm going to mention his name, Jim Carey was doing, was doing work. He was not out in front, you know, look at me, look at me. He was back in the kitchen, in the back of the kitchen, working on things because he, he wanted to let it be something that he was doing instead of getting recognition for. And I will always honor and respect him for the great work he did on that. But there's, you know, I, I have to go back to the idea. We, we have to watch our motivation. Brother Michael brought that up so much. And the idea, are we doing this for recognition? Are we, we doing this to get a pat on the back? You know, that just takes everything away from it. It goes back to the idea of, of where, where are we coming from? And I think we're coming from the first tenet, brotherly love, the way we care for each other, taking that into the world. And I think that's why it's so important to go from one to two. Any other thoughts on that, Brother Michael? Um, no, I, I think that you hit it right on, and I think that this is a big part of the, the, the tenets of Freemasonry. But I, I think we should move on to the third one since we're coming now into the last third of our show, Les. Yeah, I And think so. um, I think this is the one we can talk a lot about, which is truth. 
Um, and, you know, it's not as straightforward as maybe the other two in a, a sense. Um, you know, the, the divine attribute um, and the foundation of every virtue and truth. What is it to be true? Um, I, th I think, and we were talking about this earlier, I think that there's that tendency to think that being a loving brother means always being kind. And I don't think kindness is truth. I think honesty is truth. I think if someone is doing something wrong, you tell them they're doing something wrong. You, you whisper that good counsel and even whisper not necessarily in a gentle manner. You know, it can be a, a strong whisper sometimes. But, but I think that, you know, I've often said I'm not a big fan of kindness because I think that it's not a healthy energy. I love compassion. And there's, kindness is an element of compassion, but there's more to it. And to me, it's – I remember talking to a Buddhist friend of mine once. And I said, do you understand the difference between kindness and compassion? And he started into this very elaborate discussion. And I said, yeah, I'm too stupid for that. I don't have time. I said, let's try and simplify it. Kindness wants you to feel better and compassion wants you to be better. And if you can wrap around your head around that, I think you know the difference. And I think it's that, that truth, to speak the truth, to act in accordance with the truth, justice and fairness and equity. Um, it, it has to find the middle pillar. It has to set aside its ego. And we're not supposed to, to carry with us our ego. And I think that there's a big part of the Masonic ritual that warns about ego and trying to divest of the ego. Um, but we're not supposed to be martyrs either, and, and that's not, not just as well. And, and just imagine a world where everybody tried to just do what was right and, and act fairly toward one another. Uh, as simple as that, you know, and, and uh, to pay a just wage for an honest day's work, to, to compensate someone fairly when they've done things. You, you can't really take advantage of people and be true. Um, you can't abuse people and be true. Um, and I do think that it is the foundation of every virtue, you know, that idea of truth. Um, and it does sort of tie in with justice, which comes in in our, our ritual a little bit later, too. Yes. I think those two things are very interwoven. Um, but truth is a divine attribute for sure, and, and it's about integrity. And I, I think that Masons, I think, you know, should commit themselves to developing their integrity and character. I think that's, again, why we're here to a great degree. I think it's those two main things. We're here to, to alleviate suffering and to benefit our communities and others, but we're also here to develop our character. And that, that's the other essential component to Freemasonry as far as I'm concerned. But, but it'd be interesting to hear what you think on, on the subject of truth. And I, 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 I totally agree with you on that. And I, I, I think when you really get down to it, we could probably have a three-part series one hour at a time on this very uh, word, truth, within Freemasonry. And I think that that's, that's why it stems as number three. That's where we're heading because number one and two, you can pretty much set it as something, okay, we're working on this, we're doing this, and the next one, we're doing this. Number three, there's kind of an ongoing uh, uh, battle, so to speak, something that we're constantly working on, not only with ourselves and our, and our body, our character, our mind, but also our spirit. What are we learning are, you know, once again, we got to get back to the idea of being here in the Blue Lodge, not only supporting the brethren, but also supporting yourself. When, some, when a ritual is going on, uh, when a degree is going on, the whole idea of what's happening is something that means something different to you, probably, than any other time. And applying these principles as you receive them, your truth your understanding to make your life better. And, 
you know, we're all there for the person who's receiving the degree. And there's, there's no argument about that. But you know, you're really there for yourself too. I know I've spoken of being the senior deacon at our, at our lodge many, many times. And the second degree is really important for the senior deacon. And it's been a very, very rewarding time for myself personally to go over what I do, go over it, practice it, and just to make sure I have it down. You know, that sometimes little critters sneak in, little wrong things sneak in. Just try to make sure I've got everything down right. As that in itself is probably one of the most rewarding things because I see the actual work in a whole different way over and over and over again. And the truth means so much more to me, my truth, my understanding. Brother Michael and I could be doing, you know, I could be doing the second degree, the part the senior deacon does. Brother Michael would be getting, sitting aside and, and listening and watching what's going on, and he'll get something totally different from me. That's the wonderful thing about truth in Freemasonry. It's what makes us better people. It's what makes me understand myself more, what I, makes me understand my brethren more. And I think that's the important thing about truth. What do you think, Brother Michael? Yeah, I think so. But I, I think what's interesting, though, Les, is that um, if you think about it, it, it may be the last virtue mentioned, but it also says it's the first lesson taught in the lecture. So so it is sort of emphasizes maybe perhaps being the first step is to develop character before you can do the other great things that they ask you to do. Um, and I always like the, the, the fact that it, it sort of then specifies and says, you know, uh, by the exercise of this virtue, hypocrisy and deceit are unknown among us. Sincerity and plain dealing distinguish us. Yes. And, and I think that, again, hypocrisy and deceit, um, and how much of that do we see in our day-to-day -day world, and what suffering does it cost? Uh, cause? And, and I, I think it's substantial, and, and I think that um, these are things that we need to be vigilant for. And, and I think to come full circle back to what you were saying earlier in the show, um, in the issue that we were discussing in the dining room after the, the lodge and, and the contentious nature of it, uh, people were still speaking their truth. There was no hypocrisy. There was no deceit. There was no ulterior motive. There was no agenda. And, and I've noticed when people, even if they strongly disagree, when they come from a place of principle, that those disagreements can be set aside very easily afterwards and, and, and we can get back to being friends very quickly. But when there's agenda, when there's deceit, when there's all those kind of things, then that's what really does hurt fellowship. And, and so the, the warning is there and the warning is very strong and clear that, that this is, if you intend to be a Mason, this is what is expected of you. Well, that was a great meeting though, wasn't it? Where we stayed bonded? Yeah, I mean, it was a good lesson for everyone, I think. And and um, and again, that's part of being in a Masonic Lodge, too, is that there are lessons to be learned, and I think that we all do. Um, so, you know, it's, it's like I said at the beginning, if you want to um, become a Mason, go to Lodge. That That's where Masons are made, is in the Lodge. Not just the initiation, but in, in the time you spend there, that makes you a Mason, you know, when you're in the Lodge. And, and, and I think that you're going to shortchange yourself if you don't. Um, so I hope that we see all of our brothers at our Lodge and any visitors and, and practicing the virtues and, and principles that they're being taught in the degrees on a day-to-day -day basis. So... Hopefully that will be the case anyway, Les. There you go. Let's hope so. Well, those are the three principles, brotherly love,
relief and truth. And Brother Michael and I uh, really feel like that's so important for us in our day. Anyway, it's been an honor having you here with us. Uh, my name is Les Jones. I, my co-host and producer is Brother Michael Walbach. Thank you, Brother Michael, for all you do for me and for our lodge. You're, you are the backbone of what we are around here. Want to bring up, if you want to reach us, real easy, our website is sunsetmasoniclodge.com. Org, sunsetmasoniclodge.org or via web, uh, our, our email address, which is sunsetmasoniclodge369 at gmail.com. That's sunsetmasoniclodge369 at, suns at uh, gmail.com, and we would love to hear from you. We're here most Tuesdays, and it would be such an honor to have you come by. Whether you're a Mason or not, we'd love to see you come by. We're here, like I said, most Tuesdays. From 6.30 on, we have our meal from 6.30 to 7.30, and it would be a great honor and privilege to be able to meet somebody uh, who, who, who is a part of this podcast. Anyway, uh, we'd love to see you again sometime, and we're here just about every week, so please let us know what you think. And, and for me, Les Jones, and Brother Michael, we wish you all the best and have a good one.